sing the first verse. I almost had me feeling like, You should feel that way. No, I, I mean, yeah, bro. Like, Brandon, when we sing the Black National Anthem, you only sing the first verse. Nobody sings everything. Nah, I bet a grandma don't know the whole word. I guarantee you she doesn't. <laughs> I cannot believe that you don't know that. <laughs> Maybe you do know it and you just... Yeah. It'd be funny, though, because you go to one of these these real Negro places where uh, they uh, they know all the verses, mm-hmm. and you'd be finding that uh, in them places... Uh, Negroes get to them extra verses and they just start humming along. <laughs> It'd be like I've one never old even person. I've heard anybody <laughs> sing that, but you should definitely know that. And I can't Blood believe you don't. Out. Yeah, I can. Now I feel like we got to teach you. I feel like something has to be done, right, right Tiff? Like, like, this nigga literally don't know. Chum probably know it too. I said my kids know it. Wow. You like never wanted to learn it? Don't, 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 don't do me like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, she really, no. no I'm just saying, like, like, really putting it together. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I need like, my nah. cord. I'm not hooked up. What I'm saying is, you just never wanted to learn it? Okay, okay. here you go. What you got? Okay. You try to throw it on. When a nigga wasn't ready, tried to throw it on. I keep coming up, bun with a new song. He keep coming up with slaps, but I slap back. Slap your mama, slap your uncle, slap your daddy Jack. This is Priest D, baby, coming with the flows. And if you didn't know, nigga, now you know. I got heat with dope beats. Priest D, Uncle Jeff, and me. I tried to say the names, but I fell off. It's Tiff. Did you say Uncle Jeff? I try to say the names and they're coming off. That beat was raw. I won't fall off. It's Priest D, baby, and I'm not slacking. I be on the book because I'm straight macking. Mm, brought the book in. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? I feel like I can't hear myself. Can y'all hear me cool? I can hear I both hear of y'all. I hear you very well. Yeah, yeah I, I got to. Y'all. Yeah, I'm so low last time. But am I good? I, I hear you loud and clear. Like I hear yeah. you guys super clear. Then good. Keep it pushing, man. We, everybody me, hear uh, everybody. You know, does no, that help you out? I guess. Oh, there we go. Holla. All right, yeah. cool. Thanks for um, tuning in. You need in. to spit out your gun. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm saying, don't put All it on right. my table now. <laughs> you see how you look around? Like, Hold on, brother. Where you finna put that? <laughs> well, um, welcome. Thank y'all for tuning in to Two Dudes and a Chick. It's your boy, Priest D, double S, slim and sexy. Oh. Can I finish? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Double S, slim and sexy. Some people call me double S, C, slim and sexy. Nobody called you that. Once again, she, why, why you, <laughs> I ain't never interrupted you in anything you guys say. You actually so once, interrupt me a lot. Let me finish my opening. <laughs> All hey, right, go I ahead. I was laughing because that last episode, like every 10 minutes, she'd be like, are you done? Yeah, are you done? <laughs> I'm just gonna talk over me. <laughs> let me let me get this, let me get this off. All right, go ahead. I don't even want to do it no more. Great. Go ahead. What's up? It's Tiffany. This Doctor IJ. Welcome. You mad now? Nah. Okay. Why don't be mad? Because you got your little, all your aliases. 
Nah, man. Hey, we got plenty of episodes to go. Just... <clears throat> yeah, you had a you got the phone out too, like you had a whole list. Nah, 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 nah. He yeah. got those in the brain. I'm gonna just give you a quick compliment because uh, you getting better, bro. Oh, I don't man. know if he practicing in the mirror or getting or better with his bro. freestyles. Yes, like you know, hey. what I'm saying every week I'm hey, like, big me up, like, big me up. The first couple weeks, it was like, Keep what coming. is going on? Keep coming. Hey, I want y'all to get up on it one time, man. Bust, bust one. Bars. Hey, you yeah. know what? I need y'all to get on this uh, social media, man. I hate to blast y'all. Blast nah, y'all in the text. It's now I got to blast you on thing, man. I need it's y'all to. People want, you know what? People want to see what a doctor do on a day-to-day. People want to see that. you. We do see him <laughs> on his helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, about, that's, about, that's about it. People want to see what you do, like on how, how you... Who who knows a black doctor that they can communicate with and see in their daily life that's down to earth? That's 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 you know that's so important. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. I feel uh, a butt coming. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. I'm just I'm not a social media person. Okay, I can dig it. We gonna we gonna keep applying my, pressure. I and think see my what's last up. post on Facebook was like two years ago. Ooh wow! I don't even know if I made an IG post this year. I'm just not a. It's cool. We gonna you know, keep, but I'm I'll just, think about I'm gonna it. I'm just keep applying pressure. I think about it. Yeah, one of these days we might get a. I was saying it'd be dope if I show what I'm doing during the day. Tiff, show what she doing during the day. You show what you do. It ain't gotta be like all day, every day, but you know, just a little glance in your life and see what's going on. Okay. That's just me. That's what no, no I know. I, I feel it though. I man. ain't gonna put you in the pressure cooker yet. But you but don't even really show what you do during the day. Yeah. It just, you be strategic. It just it's what me. Yeah, like you don't show what, like how what you're asking of us. I ain't us. talking about work. I'm just saying I ain't saying well, that's like, what we doing. You don't work 24 hours. You don't even have a job. First of all, I do have a job. Ooh. When I say a job, I mean a corporate job. Like he's trying to stir it up. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, I don't got no <laughs> I'm job. Saying. I'm talking Ooh. about like corporate job. Yeah, she knows what you're talking about. Yeah, you you do have a job, but not a corporate Thank you. job. Well, just people still might want to know what you do during the day. It's day an day. important job too. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But um Don't we try to slide that yeah it is in there. Because just... <laughs> he was hella quick to say, you don't got no job. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, yeah, it is. It's an important job. You're raising kids. Hey, so uh, I'm just wondering how y'all want to get started. Like, do we wanna do we wanna jump into the book? Do we wanna jump into some of the some of the questions that we've gotten, like where are we going first? Start with the book, cause I didn't read it. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'll, I'll have an unbiased opinion, and I can just. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll let Priest start. He chose the book. I know. I definitely got some some opinions about. Go ahead, what man. We read, but I'll let you. You feel me? I, I, what was the book about? The book was about, you know what? You can ask questions. That was good. Cause I, you know, we never did, we did a book review. Yeah. And it and it got deleted. But hey, you know, <laughs> well, y'all like to throw niggas. Dirt back up, huh? <laughs> hey, you live and you learn. Never like, gonna you know live that down. We Wait, did a well, whole hour and a half. We <laughs> dug deep in the book. All right. So look. And, so, and right when we got done, I said, "Hey, man, let me hear that back. Drop it in my phone." silence <laughs> so for for those that is listening let me let me defend myself a little bit it was our first time really getting involved in everything 
You feel me? I'm I'm just trying to figure out how to do all this stuff. I thought I saved it. <laughs> Until you did it. Until I did. <laughs> I feel like that happens everybody. I did that before um Janine, our firstborn. You know, you take a billion pictures. And I was just playing with my camera, pressing buttons and had no business pressing. I like literally deleted the first like three months of his life. Yeah. And I like cried. And then I started taking a million and one pictures after that because I feel like I had to like make up. Make up. But everybody I was so do it sad. every now and then. Just yeah. pushing buttons for no yeah, reason. Everybody do it every now and then, you know what I mean? I ain't I ain't lost one yet. No, nah, not you. Well, you, you, you live and you learn. Real, that, was, that was a hard learning lesson. That was you a live dope, and you learn. But I feel like podcast. I feel like y'all was getting ready to take my engineering license nah, away from me. Nah, I, I, nah I, I, this is my first time even bringing it up. I was, was like, you know what? Like, y'all was looking at me like, bro, you got one more time. <laughs> I, I didn't bring it up. This is my first time bringing it up. I was like, what, a month and a half ago? I was just like, hey, dog, we just got to hit another one up tomorrow. Have we Keep been doing this a month and a half? Well, Close. Uh-uh. Yeah. Over a month. Over a month. If you cl- count all the deleted ones that didn't. Yeah, we got some on the back burner, some <laughs> yeah. on the front burner. Okay. We got we got them out. But um the book we read was Iceberg Slim Pimp, the autobiography of uh Iceberg Slim, who's a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, do my whole thing is like, do we wanna just start off from the beginning to the end? Start where you feel. So I was gonna say it. It ain't no reason to like recap the whole book. Like, okay. what folks, stood out to you, folks who uh, who have read the book and read the book? I'm gonna tell you what. To me, I'm gonna just give you my overall view on the book. Okay, that'll be great. It. I believe it was dope in this era. You feel me? Like for it came out probably like in the seventies or sixties. That book came out in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Because dude was pimping in the thirties. Yeah. Oh wow! Hard, yeah. hardcore gorilla pimping. Like yeah, he was pimping in the thirties. <laughs> yeah. So did so, he have somebody teach him how to pimp? That was kind of yeah. dope. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of dope. Had a, he had a variety of teachers. Oh really? That yeah. were pimps. Yeah, yeah, that that were in variety of elements in the pimp gang. Okay, but he, but it, it, he, I mean, it, his life, his life evolved from like yeah. from his mama, yeah, the tragedy. They were watching his, like how I said, kids are watching you all the time, all the time. So him, like, not his mom teaching them, but through her watchings, he learned game from his mama how to game up dudes, mm. and then he took. So he, he was took, taking notes from everybody, right? And so he, I mean, he ended up doing a couple bids. Uh, for what? In the penitentiary for pimping. Pimpin'. Oh. Uh, because he didn't know what he was doing when he first started. Hold on, but before you even get into it, like I was saying, the overview, I feel like in this time, it was dope. But it's kind of like us watching Star Trek with somebody that's seen it live. Like they got a diff, they were in a moment with it. They like the graphics was dope to them, the acting was dope. And we could look at it like, nigga, this, this it. Like it's cool. Cause you know we we know pimps, we know hustlers, we know people in the street. We didn't heard a million stories. I think back then they weren't hearing the stories that we hear now. That's kind of common. Would you agree to that? No, um, I actually wanted to give you props because uh, after I read the book, I was impressed. Um, I thought the book was very relevant in terms of. Um, the time that we're in, you know, hashtag me too. Um, nah, it's, rele- it's relevant in time, but it ain't nothing that you ain't heard before. 
Like it's like so, if, so, if you if you want to get in the pimp game, it's like are you thinking about getting in the pimp game? It's something like, look, this one of the biggest pimps in the you know what I'm saying, and it's time. If you was if and, you if you were reading the book to learn about pimping. It ain't about learning, but I'm just saying, like, just get no, an idea no, if you want to get exposed saying, to the pimp game. If you if that's why you're reading the book, no. The book was not to me was not um it wasn't the best example of pimping or how to pimp Why or, not though? or anything like that. I just think, like you said, like this was back in the 30s and 40s But and you 50s. just said it's relevant to the time that's going on right now. Yeah, it's relevant to the time that's going on right now because it really is an expose of what abuse can create in people. Break that down. So, I mean, the first, so Tiff, the first few pages of the book the first like paragraph of the book is talking about he's three years old and his and his babysitter got him eating her pussy. Oh no! Oh, Are yeah. you for real? Yeah, yeah. that's like the, that's like the first paragraph. <laughs> no way! Three, Babies. I swear. Yeah. Three years three old. Years, yeah. Three years old had her had him eating her pussy at three years old. Oh my! Until gosh. his mama found out, and then you know what I'm saying. But once you read that first paragraph. It's like, for me, it wasn't even a book about Pippin no more. It's a book about a kid who has, abuse. for the rest of his life, trying to trying to to cope with that abuse, right? So when I started looking at it through that lens, mm -hmm, right, mm -hmm. it explained to me why he... He does the things he does yes. and acts yeah. the way he acts. Like, and his entire life... And you know what? Was, I skipped over that part, and I just went directly to how his mama treated him. Like, I forgot about that part. Yeah. It's probably just that looking was, at a book. Yeah. How do you forget about that? <laughs> nah. That is so dramatic. Because I went on a crash read. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, I can't be but the one to not read the book. But he said that was the first paragraph. That was, yeah, and yeah. I read the you book. You had already supposed to be on page 50, 60. The P game, though. I read the book. <laughs> like We had a month to read it. I read like the first week, right. and then I read in like two days to try to hurry up and just wow. get it all in. That's so, like already so set this life up for like. Right. That frames everything, right? It, it's similar to. It's similar to what we've seen in any part of life, right? Like if you, if you're trying to, if you're going into this, like this is a book about pimping, and you're trying to, like, you have certain feelings about pimps and the yeah. way they treat women, right? That first paragraph makes you take a step back and say, "Oh, this is not a book about a pimp. This is a book about a kid who was sexually abused and then had a mother who didn't know how to." deal with that abuse in a healthy way so to what does she get over. do I, I don't think it's about his mom dealing with it with that in a healthy way oh it's like, definitely about that how you bro. get that out what of that? Like, she I, do? Think, I think his mom was just a, a a country girl that got caught up with city slickers learned the game but that's that's but i don't think i don't i don't, she could do. I don't think it came from nah, her trying to nah. cope with his abuse <clears throat> how did get she that handle that. that how does she find out so I don't. He didn't go into how. Yeah, I often say yeah, if you break go, down how they did that because yeah, I don't remember. He, <laughs> did, he didn't talk about that. He just said that when his mom found out, you know, say of course she got rid of the babysitter and then they moved right. But what I mean by that is okay. So moms, some some rich black dude ended up falling in love with moms. Oh. Right, dude was a church going man, owned his own business, hooked up with moms. Got mom started on her home, her own hair salon and everything, mm -hmm. right? Was a good role model to him, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it, but it was like his dad. Like, it was the first male. It was right. the first, first positive male. Figure. First positive, first positive male, male right. that he had in his life. So what that, happened? That I feel showed, like something happened. So that showed him the ropes on how uh, to be a man. Basically. He was ugly. Basically a pimp 
or a nah, pimp. you got you got again you going too far. Like his mom didn't like the fact that he was ugly. Right. Oh, the the mom he gave so the mom, mom the guy was ugly. Right. Dude, mom wasn't got, really into him. Mom just into what he had because of what he had. A means to an end. Yeah. Right. But then as mom started Pri- her own prior to that, when she went somebody nah. You sure? Oh, they was living from house to house, right? Yeah. Trying to make it. Yeah. And then he he swooped her up. Yeah. And took her under his wing. So yeah. And it, it talks about how his dad, you know, what I'm saying basically left them and everything. But anyway, um, his mom started her hair salon, and her hair salon basically serviced like pimps and hoes because at that time those were the only people who needed money to make sure that they looked good every day. You mm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so her, his mom fell for like a, a pimp. pimp. You know what I mean. And 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 when she fell for the pimp, she left. She left his stepdad. Then after she left his stepdad, nah, time out. She fell for the pimp, and dude was like, he that that's that was a big thing on his life. Remember when she left her dad, his dad for well, his stepdad for the pimp. He seen his stepdad begging, Bad, like, yeah. please. Uh, and then they rob him? No, they robbed his real father. Okay, yeah. But then they he he seen him like, please don't leave me. Like, I don't know what I'll do with you. I love you so guys. So that's like, what I that's what I mean by yeah, the that, abuse that's, part. But right? that's that's where that pimping come through. Like that's what it was basically he was young and he seen something positive. You gotta think his mom is his hero. Mm-hmm. He got a new hero as a dad. And then he seen his mom, which is his hero, break down this man. Mm-hmm. And he knew the reason. Like, he like, right. I know that my mom is not physically attracted to him, but you should get over that. Like, this man treats you like. Like, the, we live in our best life right it now. It ain't even right. about that. Like, it ain't exactly. about living his best life. It's about how he's seen his, his mom being treated like a queen. Like, this dude's treating you like no man ever had in Did he life. stay with a stepdad? No. His mm-hmm. mom took him with him. But so, look, dude, hold on, dude was begging though, like, please don't leave me. I'm gonna die without you guys if you leave me. And, and literally, and died literally died a year, died a year later. later. He did. A year yeah, later, he died. died. Like, yeah. From what? Just stressed broken out, brokenhearted yeah. life. Yeah. So it was just for me. It was just one of those things where, again, we know so much more about um, abuse and sexual abuse today than we ever known before. But for, before him to have experienced that at three years old, then to have almost like this second lease on life with stepdad and everything, and mom to leave stepdad for a pimp, right? Like all of that. All back to the same road. Psychologically, it orients him to like life is is not about. Basically, it just introduced him to this idea that life is shady. Like mm-hmm. people get used people get abused and and this use and abuse comes along sexual lines you feel me because then he sees his mom and his stepdad basically rip off his dad mm. like take everything that his real dad owned like took everything but you're going to over you gotta break that down dog got into it like how his dad how old is he right now he's probably like 10 11 yeah he's wow. yeah his dad his dad was never in his life ever his dad was established his, His dad, dad ended up getting ended up, established. Yeah, ended up getting yeah, established. In he tried to, and try to come back. His to dad, get him. Yeah, his yeah. dad tried to come back around. Like, look, man, I apologize. Yeah. I left y'all. I, I mean, yeah, I never got y'all off my brain, but I was messed up. So I was on drugs, right? Right. He's like, Something I was like on that. drugs. I finally got myself together. 
Got a job, got money, got a house, got everything, and I want my family back. And, and his mom was like, played the, along. Pulled the like, scam oh, on yeah. Like, you know, woo, woo. To be able to get in and his then mom get, pulled the scam. Yeah. His, mom, his mom was with a pent. So his mom was just scamming. That's what I'm saying. His mom, right. his mom already left. So he watched his mom leave the dude that was the number one guy that he never forgot in his life. He died a year later. Left him for a pent. Got with the pent. She had her own beauty salon. So she wasn't getting pimped? Nah, she, she got she got her look. She got her own beauty salon. Yeah, because it, he wasn't so. Hold on, time out. I'm trying to break it down. Look, she let me just answer a question real quick. So he goes throughout the book, but he establishes that there are different levels of pimps, mm. right? There are pimps, and then there are niggas who are perpetrating as pimps. So he first originally describes this dude as a pimp, but he later really kind of like reveals like this nigga wasn't yeah, really no a pimp. pimp. He was just more of a hustler who mm, was trying to okay. masquerade as a pimp. Yeah. yeah, he just hustling chicks out of like scamming them basically. Right. So the dude, I forgot his name, but he um like like the doc said he got her a uh, uh, salon. Yeah. So in the salon, she was dealing with a lot of pimps. A lot of hoes doing their hair. So in that process, she ran into that pimp. And he put game on her. So after he put game on her, she left him. Dude died. And then the dad got himself involved, came back. Mom said, cool. But the pimp was in their ear like, look. Let's can, get him. Let's get him. Like, we can run one on. Just <laughs> let's see where he at. Yeah. Let's see where he lived. And then, so they pulled the scam on Pops and just moved out of town. Dang. And then the cold part about it is the pimp she was with was on dope, lost everything they had within two to three weeks. So they're back to square two one. Two to three weeks. Yeah, yep. yeah. He wasn't he wasn't just on dope. He was a gambler too. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah. so basically he he establishes early on in the book that like, however much his mom loved him, the first few years of his life. She was really hella shysty. Henry, that's and, his name. And so Henry. what she ended up, what she ended up doing basically was like, yeah, when he turned a teenager, that's when she, cause she realized all of her mistakes. So that's when she tried to be like, oh, well, let me steer you in the right direction. But but by then, was it, it was too, too late. late. It was yeah. already too late. He was in too deep. It's like and, low key, like Tariq or Empower. Uh, nah, cause he's in it. Tariq in it, but not like he was in it. Like, you know, it's like if Tariq seen ghosts from day one. Do all and, his work. Yeah, and, and watching stuff. them right. and know yeah, what's going on. Yeah, he just realized. He just realized and he making a decision. But, but he's like, seen it all his life. He's, yeah, he's, right. he, plus, he was Ty, in it. <laughs> Tariq uh, had a good life. Yeah. Like this cat didn't have no good life. You feel me? So, like the biggest, the biggest thing to me was, all right, he... He first got busted because he was doing you know, a scam with was, party. Nah, nah, it wasn't with party. He was fucked in little chick. He like this found, is iceberg. Yeah, yeah. He found a little female. Oh, you right. He and then he pimped her. her. He was giving it to her, and then she was like, "I love you." And he was like, "How much you love me?" And she was like, "You know, I do, anything, do anything for you." And he was like, "You've turned this trick." And she wow. was like, yeah. So, so does it? Does he talk about the moment he decided that he wanted to start he pimping? Been to that's, what, that's, what that's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm telling you He's been wanting to pimp since his mom got salons and he like seen the image of a pimp. Like, yeah. With been them looking good. And then everybody's the, in. By the oh. lifestyle. So yeah. when that first girl said, I love you, and he was like, would you turn a trick? And she said, yeah. 
You feel me? Like that, he was like, he took advantage of that, but he didn't know what he was doing. So like the first time she turned the trick, the nigga he got went caught. To jail. Right. <laughs> the but, first time he went to jail? Hey, yeah. he went to a dirty but I'm a, jail. <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you what really hurt him, right? Again, it go back to his mama. <clears throat> because when he came home, right, he like 18 when he come home from jail. His mama got oh, a, so he was young. Mama went, yeah. what you got saved? Nah, nah, yeah, his mama got saved, but his mama yeah. had a had a hair had a hair salon. That's what she did, right? And she connected him with an ex hoe. Like it was a it was a connected her son. Yeah, it hold was on, a, it was on. a hoe. It was a ex hoe who had like got hey, her. Time rich. out though. Before you even go there, talk about that jail he was in. That jail was sick. Oh yeah, he was in a. Hey, what city is this taking place in? Milwaukee. Hey, he was Milwaukee in and Chicago. He was in a jail. They didn't even have toilets. They just gave him a bucket. You wow. like there you go and just leave a bucket in there all yeah. day. That's disgusting. Yeah, it was. This was also nineteen twenty something. About to ask what year this was. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I was like, that's disgusting. But Hell yeah. I got I had to keep in mind this was down there during the Great Depression. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that though. I'm reading it like it's in the seventies. Like they had no choice. Uh, but yeah, there was an ex hoe who had married some like rich dude in the town that he lived in. Yeah. Took she, her out was the down, game. she was only like 25 too. And his mom hooked him up. Now, the thing for me is like, mom, you know. Did she though? She didn't. She, she knew she was an ex-ho. How right? you know that though? Cause you gotta think, she got, she got taken out the game. Right, it wasn't nobody in that town that didn't know what <laughs> was. P game, you know no. who the hoe is. P game, a mom is a mom. <laughs> it's like Tiff, she don't know no young, she, today, for example, okay. she, hold on, look, today she was like, how was the J. Cole concert, it was cool, and then she like, who, what song does Young Thug sing? She's a mama, like, you know what I'm saying? Mamas okay. don't know, what, know who what I'm saying is. is, if you don't know who, like, the basic stuff, in you may gonna know what's, what's in the streets. It's, it's a just small, a small town. town where everybody know everybody. It's a small town in the 30s. It's a big, rich town. And uh, if anything, mom knew that she was married to this rich dude. Right. But I'm saying, how do, why, why you don't think the mom just thought that she was married? Because he didn't get into that. The mom could have thought that she was just married to a rich dude, and she didn't even hook him up. She just introduced, and he seen her. Bruh, mom's was like she was doing her hair, and she he was, was doing like her hair, and she, she was, was like, "Oh, I want to introduce you to Pepper." Yeah, nigga. but that don't mean like nah, she bruh. tried to hook him nah, up. Yeah, like I think you, I think you took that. Nah, wrong, you think that he took the introduction and seen what she he was took. About, the, he took then... the introduction and seen that she was feeling him. Like you know how like you, she was you know how you okay. Like if if I walk in here, and you like if I walk in somewhere and somebody introduced me like, "Hey, how you doing, this boy Priest D?" And then I see a girl like, "Uh." He got that that official look like, oh, okay. okay. And then now, from there, he was like, I'm now on here's it. what I'm saying, Tiff. You, this is your son, right? He walk in, you introduce him, but you know who's sitting in your seat, right? And you see what, so the but first Pepper thing you're going to tell your son, but listen, you know. first thing you're going to tell your son later on is like, hey, be cool off Pepper. That's what she told him? Nah, she didn't tell him none of that. Like, oh. like but, she but Pepper knew, was out the game and got a bruh, dude. But she knew that he was fucking her. I think you just speculating. Like, nah, I think you bruh, just I'm not. You got to nah, go just, back and reread. Nah, uh, nah but bruh, Pepper, she knew. Pepper was an ex-hoe. He didn't say how long she was an ex-hoe. She knew that he was fucking Ch her. Chicks be getting flipped. What is the point? What, what is the argument? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> why does, oh, why is he this relevant? Trying, he was trying to say that his mom hooked him up with Pepper when he got out of jail, and I'm like, nah. He just okay, so it was just a formal introduction because, because Pepper be rude not Pepper to. turned him out. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, like whatever he thought he knew, 
She was like, she pimped him out because mm. she because she had already you know she'd been a trick so she knew everything and the way he was describing it like this is the thirties nigga she was golden showering the nigga she was doing all the special <laughs> all the special tricks I don't know what that is see <laughs> what's the that's what I'm talking shower? about see she like was, it's, he it's was when you talk on her or no, when you talk no, she to was on him when you talk oh, to a mama okay. they don't think they don't know what you think they know I, dog I, I feel you feel you. you feel the point I was trying to make but. but I, I feel I feel what he's right. saying. Where I disagree with you at is, nigga, this was her customer. Nigga, you know they talk. Dog, Pepper ain't going you, in. Pepper ain't the, Pepper ain't going in there like I'm getting pimped, bro. Like, especially at a hair know, salon. You know who your customers is. Pepper you ain't do. going in there to Miles ass. No, you know who your She's customers doing the hair, is, dog. nigga. Bro, you know who your customers is. Right. Okay, it really doesn't matter. That seems irrelevant. Nah, it's not because he's trying to make a point. What, what point would you get? The point to? I'm trying to make is his mom was still shady. The point I'm trying to make is. Well, wasn't she married? I feel like no. Right, Pepper was. Pepper married. was. That's what I'm so saying. So my point is, I feel like mom knew about this woman. She was aware that he was fucking her, and and instead of. Instead of like intervening and trying to steer him in a different direction in the beginning. Like she just kind of looked the other way until eventually he found himself back in trouble again. It's like, mm. again, it's like all these things happened to him as a child. And instead of, to me, instead of his mother protecting him, mm. all of it led to him eventually becoming a pimp and not knowing how, like he talks about in the book about how people had to say to him, like, bro, you hate your mom. Yeah. Like you have hatred towards your mom, right? And it's like, why do I have hatred towards my mom? Because I love my mom. But it's because she never all of those her. moments where she could have protected you. She did. She didn't. And that's why I said the pepper hey, thing, because hey, she could have hey, protected him. Hey, brother, you got you got you you took it to another level, man. Like you <laughs> you read some angles I didn't even get. Like I got I know what you're saying now, but I ain't thought about it in your perspective. Like I'm just reading it like you hate his mom. I'm I'm thinking like him, like, no, I don't. I love my mom and keep it pushing. But I know he got hatred towards his mom, but hatred, I couldn't think right. why. But I wasn't thinking because she wasn't protecting him. Because he didn't understand it. Yeah. He didn't understand it. But it's a reason why he started off the book with that first incident from three years old. Because he was trying to, as he's writing this book, is to create a, a pattern for the reader to pick up. Which is there were all these moments in my life when my mom could have protected me. And instead of protecting me, she went the exact opposite. Maybe she didn't she, know how. She turned a blind eye. And, to I, and I give that to his mom. I, yeah. like, I don't think she knew how. You put in situations mm-hmm. that you don't know either. what to do. Like, she a single parent yeah. mom. And what most people do. Like, do like right. six something. When they're something. uncomfortable with something, they just. She got this grown man. Exactly. exactly. And so, <clears throat> but what ends up happening is, is that gets him on the road to being iceberg slim, right? Mm. So his, like, even the way he pimped, right? which was he pimped with a hard hand, right? Like, I'm going a, I'm to a beat a bitch into submission as opposed to, like, loving her or whatever the case may be. But his whole approach but, 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 was but based that's, off But that. that's getting schooled by sweet, though. It was now, getting you, schooled you by... He didn't start off like that. Nah, he started was, off by, like, right. having sex with... The, like, Pepper, for example. Pepper was a girl that his mom... That the mm-hmm. doc said his mom hooked him up with. He went to somebody like, hey... How can I pimp Pepper? Like, yeah, we having sex and yeah, it's cool, but like, I need to pimp her. He like, it's too late. Yeah, it's too you late. Can't, you already... can't, yeah, you can't go. You can't. You gotta start off how you finish. You gotta oh, that, start off treating her so, like a hoe. So that was that was interesting, right? Which was like that conversation was one of the first conversations in the book where it took sex out out of this realm of love and romance and put it strictly into this space of transaction. So either you a trick 
or uh, I forget what the other one was, right? But either you getting money or you giving money. And once you... You're and, a trick and, or you're a pimp. Right. Like, no, it's and one and two. that relationship has to be established from day one. Even a hoe, put like this, you got to, if, if you was my hoe, I'm not just going to sleep with you. You got to pay me. It's reverse pimp. Right. Right. The hoes have to pay so him. So the hoes pay the hoe becomes the, the trick. Because, yeah. because what a pimp is saying, right, is like, you can love me. But I don't. I don't really care about that. The thing that's my priority is the money. So, mm, bef- so a bef- transaction, right? So before I even have sex with you, my, you know, my woman, you got to give me all the money you made, because yeah. if I if I don't establish that relationship oh, from all the tricks that she did, right? Because yeah. if I don't no. establish this relationship of you give me money, then what end up happening is we'll end up having sex, and you won't give me the money, or you won't give me all of the money. So I got to make you understand that. Before we can even have that type of relationship, give me the money. Like it has to be this transaction because it's all about tricks and pimps. Like who getting the money and who giving up the money. So the the girls would pay their pimps, but then their pimps would like take care of them and everything, right? Right. Like it was. Yeah, it was this thing. That was, but but it was really, man. To be honest, it wasn't even taking care of them. It was slave labor. Like he yeah. had his pimps on <laughs> sixteen the track, hours, sixteen hours a day. 16, 16 hours. hours a day. 16 hours. And look, think about this. Hey, if you're on your period, pack it up. Yes. Put some, 16 put, hours put some, a day. Put some cotton balls up in yeah. there. Pack that up. Go out there and get that money. That's disgusting. Yeah. Hey, hey, he learned He learned from this one dude named Sweet because he had a trick that was, uh, I mean, a hoe that was like, I'm on my period. I can't do it. She went, She was bringing them like uh, $20 a day, and that was good money back when in the 30s. That was still good money, and then um, I had to think about that shit because he had he had pit hoes bringing in like a hundred dollars a day. Wow. I was thinking that and too, I but now I was like a hundred. I was like a hundred and fifty, but like a hundred dollars a day is good now. But like <laughs> that's in that twenty eighteen. That's nineteen thirty. Hey, that hundred dollars was like ten thousand today, bro. Nineteen thirty eight. A hundred dollars. That's bread, dog. Because you got to think like if I'm bringing you a hundred dollars, like. You probably was getting with like five dollars a shot, like you know what I mean. Like you wasn't making big. So bread, they don't get any money. Nah, nah. He would Call give. He would give like his uh, his main his he'd, bottom bitch. He'd give you some money to go get some money to eat to, during the to day. Take like, care of him, but you need enough yeah. money to eat while you walk on the stroll. But besides that, that's but it. He, that's crazy. But he, it was always well. That's still how it is now, right? Like, yeah, it ain't. It and ain't it was always this like. Again, it was all about money, right? So it was like you out there selling your body, but I don't really know how much money you made selling your body, right? So you could be giving me a hundred dollars and you know what I mean? Like half every time. So I have to always create a situation where you want to give me all of the money. So it was a mind thing. Mind. Yes, it's it, all it's about all money. mental. It's, it's all about yeah. money. And Find some <clears throat> hey, he wouldn't even broken hey, girl he, or something. He, he rarely slept with him. It, Did like, he have any kids? Nah. Yeah, well, not with any of his hoes. He got end up getting married what? after he stopped pimping. So that's the thing. That's the thing that threw me off the most. That he got yeah. married? Is life after pimping and hoeing. Mm. Yeah. How long was he in the game for? Man, like, like uh, about 10 years, 10, no, 12. That's it? No, bro. He went from like. 
18 what? to damn near 40. Yeah, you're wow. right. Yeah, because he he was yeah. like, I'm 40 years old, and I look like yeah. I'm 16. Yeah, because like, it was the life. Life. The, the, the he he, he mean, went he, was on he went from 18 heroin. being a baby face. Oh, he was pimp. on drugs too. Yeah, yeah. he was 18 being a baby. He talked about it throughout the whole book. Like now I'm 20. Now I'm 30 years old, looking like I'm 45. Yeah. Now I'm 40, looking like because I'm 60. Because of the drugs, my, just the, the life, drugs. The, the life, the mental. Yeah. Like it's like this pimping oh, no. wore my body down. It but was, like, why? Why? How could it wear him down? He wasn't even doing the anything. Stress. It's a the stress. You still got. You got. You got. To me, one of the things that you learn through this process is that it's a dehumanizing experience. Hmm. So, as the oppressor, as you oppress your hoe, like that, it has an effect on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you have to always be in this space of feeling like you either gonna get screwed over. Or something like like it's like always, always watching your back. Yeah, right. it's like being in a position where you don't know where it's gonna come from. You don't know how. Exactly. You gotta always figure out a new way to keep them active, to keep them yes. on top of it, to keep them one, keep, keep you giving the money. Turn, the turnover and rate he, in these yeah. in these twenty years, the turnover rate is high. Yeah. Like he said, he I had holes like, for a day, an hour, yeah. two weeks, two months, two years. Man, but how do you pimp for so long? And hey, then, once you got it, you got it. Like, no, I'm saying you, you pimp for so long. And then he decided to be done with it and start a family and a wife. Like, how do you just like switch and it like it that? So, a lot of these the, dudes marry the, their hoes. The crazy thing, but he is, didn't marry his hoe, did he? Well, I'm just saying a no, lot of these dudes the marry their bottom hoes. Is like he, I mean, really, he was an unsuccessful pimp. Nah, dog. He had a good seven year run from like he had from a like, couple. You said from he like, was unsuccessful from, from nineteen. He had a couple good runs from but, nineteen to like close to right to twenty eight. But 30, he, he, he had, had a couple good runs. But the reason why I said he was unsuccessful is because he did end up doing four bids in the joint. Yeah. For pimping. Uh, the last one drug related. The last one wasn't for pimping. It was for escaping. Escaping what? Jail. jail. <laughs> oh, but yeah, when he, he did out. his time though, what do you? He didn't do long time. Long. Yeah, he did. Nah, like, he, he did like, like two, three years. Yeah, he was doing uh, like a year and a half, two years at a time. He wasn't doing no long. But I'm just saying, like, every pimp wasn't getting busted. Yeah, you feel me, and we know of pimps since this time who have not been busted. But I know successful pimps. I know pimps. Right. My brother, my brother got uh, eighteen years of pimping. Oh, serious? Yeah, he just got out. But I never, I didn't know it was for pimping. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was for like other stuff. Pimping on top is basically pimping with kidnapping. If you hold a girl against your own will, like if you, well, he just held the wrong girl. If you, if you. Lock them in the door. If you say don't come out, right. you're kidnapping. Right. So okay, pimping yeah. plus kidnapping. That's I mean, it was years. yeah. The way they described pimping was just an abusive process. But like I was saying, just the the life after, right? Like it kept talking about these hoes that would just get out the game and and get a family, even baby dog. The right. hoes did, but, yeah, yes. baby. Like she. His bottom chick. When like, you I'm say about, bottom chick, what do you mean? The, okay, the it's like that, it's like all right. Basically, I, I got that was over the rest. If of I got a stable, if I got five, if I got five girls, say for example, I got five girls. This one girl, you my main girl. I got you it. You make sure everybody's on point. That's what you just said. So the, his like his last stint, he had a girl that was with him for like seven years. You know what I mean? Going through like the ups and downs, moving from state to say city to city, just holding them down. Again, 
16 hour days on the track seven days a week while while he is in jail so oh they kept it going while he's going but eventually (laughs) she found out the truth like he ran some game on her some scam on her she found out the truth and left him but he he talks about how she ended up getting with a, a cat and having kids right and it's just this crazy thing like like nigga what if you like found a woman and fell in love and was like she's the one for me and didn't know like her past seven years of her life she was just fucking any and everybody every day all day now were these like some broken down girls nah. not I mean, like course, physically course, wise i'm talking about like all of, of them, course all of them at some yeah, point been through something like hey you know what's crazy when they when they get it when they when they get a chick they tell them everything it's like i need to know about you and they use that against them like mm. tell me everything like it's like an interview about your whole life and then you just figure out an angle off of what they told them to be able to mind bang them boom that's that's really this i was laughing because i was thinking of uh love is right but it was it was all about like you can get any woman to do anything if you just use the right manipulation tactics you think so that's that's the way that's the way think, he framed it. I in think the book. that is for think, any woman. I think that's true. That's yeah. the way he framed it in the book. Was you, I don't think that's true. You get them through. And physical. It, it, it don't. It don't got to be to pimp them. It could be for whatever need you feel that they need right. to be. Whatever, even if they know, it's like it's like a a give and take. Mm. Like it's 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 a reason why we work together. I do certain things for you. You do certain things for me. Yeah, but he it was basically just like But they use it for a negative spin, like for pimping, for hustling, through for through. physical, verbal, and mental abuse. Like through that cocktail, I can get a woman to do anything. That's crazy. You know what I mean? And it was this constant it was this constant battle of she's trying to manipulate me into, you know, a more favorable life for her. And I'm trying to manipulate her, but in the pimp's world, it was like, if she, excuse me, if she reverses it on me, mm-hmm. then she's going to right, and she's going to go to somebody else because for a hoe in their mind, they only respond to like strong, heavy handed men. It's like, I don't need word getting out that she ran game on me. Right. Now mm-hmm. everybody in town won't look at me like. Exactly. Every I'm pimp going to come for my hoe. Yeah. Like it was crazy. <laughs> like this shit was like, like football or something like these pimps was like trading hoes stealing hoes hey, for like, real hey, it's, hey hey one of them pimps told him look look I, like i was gonna tell you earlier one of his hoes was on her period she was just depressed some dudes stood her up and like you better not i better not ever see you around white people and all that junk so she was scared to mess with white dudes and she's just running game because she is tired of hoeing so she is like I'm, I'm on my period it's been five days i'm tired I don't want to do this, don't want to do that. So he left to go holler at his boy. And he was like, look, man, you got this hoe in there. She going to hold for you. She going to get down or lay down. This cop, what do you say? It's cop of, uh, oh, I forget what he said. Uh, it's cop of flea or whatever. He was like, yeah. they don't get down or not. He was like, so what you got to do? He was like, she a, she a dead hoe anyway. She not getting you no money. Go all out. Go to the house. Get an iron, get a um hanger, a wire hanger. Wrap it up in the um, braid, beat the hell out of her. Yeah. And either she is like she gonna either do too many things. She gonna hoe up or she gonna leave. So go there, beat the hell out of her, and then see what's up. So he went home, got her butt naked, beat the hell out of her with the uh, coal hanger, and she. 
got herself to, he, he, he beat her up and then he, he confided in her like, hey, baby, like, why you got to make daddy do this? You know what I mean? I need you to get you. Like, okay, daddy, I'm going to go out there and get it. First time in, in his pimping career, the lights cut on. She went out there for like yeah. damn near 18, 19 hours. And wow. then brought the bitch back with her. And, and, that was the and, first time he hit, he like, nah, ain't the first, nah, he, he been, he, he been beat beating her up. up. He yeah, been he beating her up physically, like punching her, kicking her Kicked and all that junk. But this is the first time like damn near beating her to death. Mm. And let her know that you know, cause she got used to him beating him. Like right. she so like, I could take, take it to the next I could take level. a blow. Like I could take a blow. That this ain't so nothing. Crazy. So he had to elevate his beating game. Let her know, like damn near, I will kill you. So once she recognized that and that switch went off in her head, she came back and was like, "Look what I got you, daddy." Mm. And like this, and then from that day on, she been on it, on it, yeah. on it, bringing them in the thirties, a hundred and fifty a day, two hundred a day. I'm like, God. That's just so crazy and so sad at the same time, like these girls. It is, but it, I mean, as you read the book, you can't help but think about hey, you know, what's happening in contemporary society. Hey, you know, you know, the thing about it is, so we got a deep dive in his background of what made him become who he was at that time. So every person, every chick that he was pimping got the same similar background that led them to become a whole and a pimp can just recognize that from day one. Oh, okay. And that's why they want to know that. First of all, if I'm coming at you like, hey, bitch, come here, bitch. What's up, bitch? And you responding to that. Right. That gives me an insight. Okay. She wit. She she responding to this. So now I'm going to work on that. Get to know your background. And from there, I know, okay, you've been through similar things that I've been through. And I'm going to know how to work this angle based off what how you responded and what you told me. So that's how them hoes become hoes. Because wow. it's easy to say, how could somebody become a hoe in these days, but no, don't know their background. But once you got their background, it's like, damn, daddy was abusing them, uncles, daddy this. issues. Nobody did anything for them. Nobody protected it's, them. Nobody is there. It's more than daddy issues. It's more than that, but I'm but just saying that's the yeah, common thing for it. Like once you know, the whole thing I'm trying to say is once you know somebody's background, yeah. you can understand where they came from. Like Ew. this, like it gave you different different perspective of where he came from to where yeah. he was, because you know the history. It was all about exploiting somebody's vulnerabilities. So whatever your vulnerabilities is, I may exploit it. You know what I mean? And, and so, like, to bring it to, like, our personal lives, right, it's like you, I think we all have known at least one couple who was in some type of abusive relationship, right, to the point where you was like, why don't that person just leave? And you realize, like, the reason why they don't leave is because, the other person understands their vulnerabilities to a yeah. place where they can exploit it. You know what I mean? It's just really not that easy to just, I'm leaving. Right. Right. And so what you end up, what you end up saying at 16 that you would never do, or you would never engage in when you turn 30 and you've been in a relationship with somebody for 10, 12, 15 years, all of a sudden, you start compromising on those very things that you said you would never do simply because this person has gotten you to a place where it's like little by little you compromise. He broke you down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And with the book, all he did was show how pimps make, you know, they masters at that. So they, instead of it taking them years to break you down, they he can do it. it in a day. Right away. Right. And so 
how did did he evolve? Like what happened? Like summarize nah, the book. It went downhill. Nah, like he, it, yeah, it, just, it, yeah, it went he, from him being a top pin to like I think, going, going to jail. Yeah, and not really. No, he had a second win. He went to jail, came out, and got a second win. Well, did they talk win. about what? Did he talk about what made him be like, oh, I'm done? His mama. His mom. Yeah. He, Did his mom know she was, he was a pimp? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'd been in jail yeah, so sure, many for times. Sure, yeah. For sure knew he was a pimp. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, you could tell, like, as he was writing the book, he was getting to a place anyway where he was just tired, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but, he, every, but, he, but he couldn't see himself having a nine to five. Like, I right. can't see myself working for this white man. I can't see myself. It's like, well, you know you can make fast money, and it's here I am. It's hard legit. to get. If I can bust down like a couple of hundred back in the forties and here I am working for like two dollars an hour, like this ain't making sense. Not to mention every pimp that he knew died a horrific death. Really? Yeah, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't just like, oh yeah, pimps like lived out into their glory. No, it was like every yeah. pimp like coming up, coming up he idolized a pimp that he signed his shoe shined his shoes, one of the pimps he wanted to be like. When he got nineteen and wanted to pimp, dude was like a bum. Yeah. Dang. So putting so, him up on game, they they still got the knowledge. They still got right. the knowledge. They still like they they, they, they knowledge all, is still there. If, like you want to know tragic endings. Yeah. One they, every last one had, and mainly because all of them pimps was dope heads. Mm. So they get strung out on heroin. Or but coke back then, or that, it wasn't no side effects. Like, do you do you think like they had major? I know they got side effects, but it was like a rich man high back then, right? Nah, you don't think so? No, bro. He he talked about. You like, don't think Coke Coke was a rich? Uh, he broke it down like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but it's the same today, right? Like he talked about how like when you pimps who got on heroin like deteriorated faster than pimps who just stayed on cocaine because being on that being on that H took you out. You feel mm-hmm. me? It's like man, high, it's like how he. It kind of pissed me off that he dabbled in it, knowing that you know. Dude, oh, that happened? that put him up that on him was, when he moved to the city. That was the life, bro. I'm and like, he, blood. Like, he what? told you, like in the book, he got to a place one day where he he needed to just check out, and the only thing he could think of to check out was, I need some heroin. That's crazy. So, overall, what did you get out the book? Overall, it's a story that I heard before. I think somebody that haven't been around pimps somebody that haven't been exposed not to say that i'm exposed to that lifestyle but i know a lot of people that's involved in that lifestyle that i talk to so you didn't get so, anything out the book nah it's, i mean it was it was, it, was a okay, it was an okay read i give it a solid like i said i give it a solid seven i, I think back in the days like i said if you the impact that they had back in the days i'm not gonna i'm personally not gonna get that same impact the doc woke me up about his mom a little bit. Right. I like that. I feel like you read it from a different point. Yeah, I, I like the view that he read it yeah. from, but at the end of the day, mm. it's still the same result to Overall, me. Overall, like, what you get out the book? Man, I give it, I give it like an eight. Man, I th- I thought it was an excellent. I got book a solid seven that reveals the human condition. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I I I really got into the book because it just made me start thinking about so many other lens and I think for us coming off of the love is episodes and reviews right you can see how some of those same tactics that Yasir 
employed. Things I can see that, how you say that. Things dog. that came to Yasir <laughs> hey, he almost got, kind of like he got something against Yasir, right? <laughs> what not, you, what you got not, against Yasir, dog? You called him even, a bum. You said he riding his I coattail. Mean, yeah, yeah. Like, you got something <laughs> against Yasir, dog? Now he got pimp tendencies. <laughs> yeah, he got pimp tendencies. I ain't heard you say now one thing positive, but, but it ain't even. Hey, the cold part about it, he said Yasir remind me of myself. He do. Now it ain't even. It ain't even his. You know what I'm saying? I think. I think this is with a lot of men right like if you look at the whole harvey weinstein thing right and the fact that he like before he would give you a part in one of his movies you had to have sex with him right yeah. like it was it's the same he never got in trouble for that huh yeah well i mean he lost his job i mean but he never like went to jail or anything nah. or even the bill cosby shit right like it's just this this recurring theme of, of like men the human condition men in power the 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 role that abuse plays and then the real the biggest thing for me was just the beginning of the book right where it just we talked about this i think a couple of weeks ago when we was talking about um how people began to identify as you know queer or homosexual or lesbian or whatever the case may be right and we were just saying like you cannot discount what abuse as a child can do in terms of dictates your future exactly and that to me was just like like damn like you was like as a three-year-old he he talk about it if my mom would have stayed with the guy that she left henry that was the name she would have probably would have been different he always said said that he was like i wish my mom would have stayed with henry because my life would have been completely different than what and that's that's one like that was that was a breaking point of his life where it just went left from that point on that's one of those things where it's like man i hope that's true but it also just made me think of like our responsibility as parents right like even when you don't have it all figured out you have a responsibility to make the unselfish decision because the unselfish decision is going to be more correct than the selfish decision. And I felt like for the first 13 years of his life, his mom made nothing but selfish, selfish decisions. decisions. By not, by not, by turning her back to what she's seen. I don't think she turned her back to what she's seen as much as she was just like, why? Okay, I'm going to get what I this. want and I got to take this kid with me along the way. Why, why would it be a self? Okay. If she stayed with Henry, the ugly dude, he would have. He still could have had the same type of turnout because he would have seen that his mom don't love Henry the way Henry loved his mom. Yeah, but and he then he all, could be like, I never want to be like Henry. But he also would have seen that my mom stuck it through. That like, my mom sacrificed what she wanted. Nah, or, I can't or, say that. Dog. The only thing I think his mom went wrong with robbing Henry because you could be in a relationship with somebody. And it sucks, and your kids see that as being nah, normal. Bruh. Being nah, cuz listen, what I'm saying though, the minute his mom took him away from Henry, she took him out of a stable home. I get she took that. Him out of, she took him out of the church. She took him out of a stable education, and she put him on a road of debauchery, bro. Like there, that's uh, dealing with the pimp. Like, like I'm saying, she did that wrong with the pimp. But if she just would have left Henry, period, though, if she would have left Henry, period. Then that would have been different, right? Yeah, because, that's what I'm saying. Because at the end of the day, well, would I you still like, say that this is? Self, well, I'm asking you, would you still say that this as a selfish move for his mom to leave Henry out of his stable relationship? It depends on how she did it. If 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 she looked at her son and said, "Listen, this is not working out. I'm not happy." Whoop, whoop, whoop. But I see the impact that Henry is having on your life. 
So I'm going to make a move that takes you into consideration, right? That would have been different from like. Okay, but what what would the move be for you to feel like it's not selfish? I don't know what that move would be. Would it be I, I Would just, it be her breaking up with Henry and letting Henry stay in his life? I don't know. That I mean, that could be a potential. Let's, let's say hypothetically. That, that, that could be a possibility, right? What, what it is is. As a parent, you have a responsibility. That's what I'm trying to get to into. Like, what, what? Because I don't think her staying with Henry would have been a responsible move either. I just think the way she did it was irresponsible. And I disagree. You can't stay with nobody that you don't love and don't want to be with for the sake of the kid. That's retarded, dog. You, if you have a child, that that that's not cool. And, the kid and, gonna see that. They are gonna read and that. Leaving your current situation can harm your child then you have a responsibility as a parent and it could also be doing harm i staying. get that i like get you can't, I'm, like you can't just stay I, for the sake of the kids that's never that's, a good idea the, the kid is gonna see all that going on in the household and that's gonna be their norm the fighting the argument the not the fighting. non-luck or she could have just been it like, ain't it ain't, it ain't even stay with you. it ain't even necessarily fighting it's just gonna see that it's no love like you recognize when there's no love versus okay. love so so i would say this that's what I'm saying. I'm just trying to feel your selfishness. Like, like I said, her doing it the way she did it. But what I'm leaving saying, him. What I'm saying is, is as a parent, you have to be willing to sacrifice, right? But what sacrifice? That's what I'm saying. So like in this that's scenario, up for, that's up for every parent to decide. Like, what's the sacrifice? It is right. But you cannot make a decision without thinking of what is best for my child. I don't care how unhappy you I get, are. I get what you're saying, but like at least sometimes at least I, I can say if I stay in a relationship that's bad. At least I can look my kid in the face and say, I might have made the wrong decision, but I made that decision trying to think of what's best for you. Nah, that. that's, that's you tripping. I don't agree with that. Nah, I you feel don't like do that. if a couple <clears throat> is, is not wanting to be together and you're just staying in the relationship for the sake that's of your kids. Hell of a wrong reason. That's not cool. Because it might be a wrong reason. But it ain't no right about it. You can't say it might be the wrong reason. But listen, it's but. Listen. You can't and do I, that button. I say this to Children you all the, pick up on everything. I say this to both of y'all all the time, right? And and maybe it's because of my perspective. But I grew up without a father. Yeah. So, so it, it's easy to me. It's easy for y'all as people who grew up with both of their parents to say, Hey, like you can't make this decision, but I'm telling you, when when your parent leaves and you in a house with one parent, that shit fucks you up in ways that that you don't. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not I'm, disagreeing. I agree. So, I agree so what that. I'm saying is, right, as somebody who experienced that firsthand, what I want to hear from my mom and dad is y'all tried everything y'all could before y'all put me on this path. Because the the minute you put me on this path, right, it was going to affect me in a negative way. Now, they can always say, well, it's better than us being in, in a loveless relationship, but you having both of your parents. And I can say, but the statistics tell me that if I would have had both of y'all in my life, like the statistics don't tell me that oh, if you have both of your parents in your life, but they don't love each other. That has not the statistics say if you have both parents, you're going to have a better chance of being successful in life. And if you don't, but I kind of feel like uh, it's just creating a cycle hey, dude, because you're gonna they, grow. I think when they okay. go ahead, <laughs> hold, on, hold on, I'm speaking on what he said though, as am I, but it's fine. Go, go, go. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I feel like it will just the cycle will continue because your parents are supposed to be a representation of what it is to love. So right. if you're watching a loveless relationship, you're gonna grow up and do the same thing have a loveless relationship, a relationship where you don't like your spouse or you're just in it because 
of whatever reason, it's just the cycle is just going to keep repeating itself. Of course, right, two right. parents are better than one. That's how God meant it to be. It, divorce and all that stuff. Kids out of wedlock, like none of that. It only gets difficult because that's not how it was supposed to be. Right. So if you do it how it's supposed to be and there is love and you can work it out, of course that's better to stay together than not. But once the love is lost and you guys are just coexisting for the sake of the children, what? you're not setting a good example for your kids. So I'm not, I'm not arguing but, with that aspect. I'm simply saying that, okay, if I as a parent make a decision, okay, I'm going to leave. But I'm that, that don't mean you don't have both parents. I mean, they just not living in the no, same but household. What but what I'm saying is if I'm telling my, if I'm looking at my kid in their eyes and saying, I, I'm in a loveless relationship. I don't love your mother. You know what I mean? I'm going to leave, right? Because I feel like even though that's a selfish decision, that's going to be the best decision for you in the long run. Yeah. Then I need to, once I make that move, I need to understand the impact it's going to have on my child. And they might be like, finally, thank you. Jeez. And constantly be trying to put my kid in the best position. What I'm saying yeah, is, I, I agree is that with his you. mother totally did not take his well-being well, into she consideration. Was just foul nah, we from get the beginning, that. Right? Yeah, yeah, she was foul. Like I'm saying, we we get that his mom was foul, but I was just going in on general. A, I was just going off you saying like that was like being. Her her staying with Henry was better than splitting. I was saying no, it's not. Like yeah. she needed to go away. Like you don't you keep Henry in a relationship. You keep Henry as a stepdad. As adults, that you're you're responsible as an adult to say, okay, let's handle this like adults. In this situation, we got a child to think about. He's connected to you right. as a father. I'm his mother. Let's figure this out to where we can coexist with each other without being with each other. Because I no longer love you. You love me, but it's not it's not a one way street. So how we figure this out, that's what we need that. to go towards. I, I get that completely. But I just feel like, you know what I mean, she left her business. Nah, she like I said, not I'm she talking about in foul. general. His mama was foul, but I'm yeah. saying in general. And, like you don't and, stay and, with nobody just cause yeah, a child. Yeah, but in general, I don't know, I just I just disagree with y'all. Okay, that's fine. So, you guys done talking about the book? You got something to say? Well, <laughs> this just made me think about. <laughs> I guess so. So, uh, I guess we could. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, are you guys done? Uh, or you guys again, still got more to no, say? Like, that's, what that's, more that's, can you hey, guys that say? Hey, that, that, that was a wrap up. Hold on. It was hold on. Only hold like 80 pages. What more can you guys say? Hold on. Hold on. That's, no, the that's, book was 300 pages. I'm yeah, that was 300, and I knocked it out in two days. Solid 300. Hey, so um, that was a wrap up on the pimp. Um, Doc, before we go on, before we go on your next question, did you figure out what book we're going to read next? Yes, I did. Drum so, roll, please. Uh, all of our uh, avid listeners, we will be reading Tanahashi Coates. Oh, my God. Between the World <laughs> and Me. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll put, a, I'll put a picture of it uh, on IG. What the Yamasaki? Heck? What is you getting in me to? What that's, that that made me even say that wrong. How what? many pages is this book? What's one hundred and fifty five pages? It ain't, oh, it ain't even that. But book. what the hell is that, dog? What? So, we're gonna find out. What, hold on, give up. No. Okay, what made you pick that book? Because we ain't gonna no. talk about it till the book comes. So first of all, so should we just say the book and just don't say nothing till we had the next book review a month yes. from now? You want you got something in your mind, so, brother? Just a little context. Okay, there we go. 
Ta-Nehisi, <laughs> out, outvoted. <laughs> Ta-Nehisi Coates is one of the preeminent black authors of this time. This is a book that Toni Morrison said that every black person should read. Uh, and then Ta-Nehisi Coates has, he is one of the authors on the reboot of the Black Panther comics. So when, um, when our brother, uh, what's his name? Ryan Coogler mm-hmm. went in to write about the Black Panther, the movie, right? Like he used some of Tanahashi Coates' uh, work in the comics to kind of inform what he was doing. So this, this is just somebody that we need to read and, and see what he got to say and hear. All right. And what's, yeah. the, what's the name? I, when you said the name, it just threw me off. But what's <laughs> the name of the book? Uh, the book is Between the World and Me. Okay. When yeah. you said the name, it just I'm like, what is we You're get? definitely gonna have to post that. Yeah, I'm gonna post it. Between Trust the world me. and me. All right, for sure. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I'm about to order it. Yeah. All, All right, right, Tiff. I'm saying it's Tiff. your world, <laughs> black woman. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you guys are done talking about the book. Yeah. So while I was talking about like all the tricks and hoes and stuff, that made me think about my experience this weekend. This weekend? <laughs> my first time to a strip club. Oh, I'm like, what did you do this weekend? Wait a minute. A strip oh, club, man. Yeah, yeah, oh, man. Oh, my God. Man, we went. So we, we know y'all was celebrating, but yeah, yeah, y'all celebrated yeah. like that, huh? Oh, uh, yeah, we celebrated our uh, 12th anniversary. Congratulations. So, yeah, it, that, keep in mind, that ain't what we had planned to do no we definitely didn't like, really i don't have that I, I, disclaimer i don't i don't like strip clubs in california well, man. well disclaimer in california he says right. <laughs> hey, you, take, you take me down yeah. south blood. <laughs> onyx oh my god but i so. had never been to a strip club ever in my life so this was an experience for me and break, break down the story how, how we even got there like don't just go straight to it why we were at the strip club? Like it's no story. Nah, we went to the strip club. Look, man, look, we we yeah, I'm we. Trying to figure out how y'all that, that's got what I'm there. saying. It like it doesn't she, matter how we got there. It we do went ma- to the strip club anyway. Let, My homegirl's brother owns on, a strip on, club. On, she on. was like, "Let's go to the city to go." Okay, let's go. Look, dog, it didn't start off like that. We 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 went to dinner, have our anniversary I, dinner. We had with some friends, and um, we ate. And after we get done eating that, we like, all right, they like, that's it. Y'all done for the night? We was like, ah, ah, what what else y'all trying to do? She said, well, let's go to a cigar bar. I'm like, all right, cool. So we went to a cigar bar, smoking cigars, um, drinking. And then from there, she was like, y'all ready to go home? I'm like. It's like he's not saying anything that's setting up anything as to why we went. We went because her brother owns a strip club, and that's why we went. And we were in the city. Let's go. Did you need to know that, dog? No. All that other stuff you said was irrelevant. All right, go ahead. Was it not? I mean, I'm I'm eager to hear. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I just, somebody yeah. wanted to know how you just go from an anniversary to the strip club. Anyway, we went, and I don't think that strip clubs are for me. Yeah, because you're in California, I, man. I'm trying to tell you. I, well, I, are I all that. the strip clubs like this in California? Yes, oh. they're yeah. pretty whack. So wait, wait, I, why didn't you feel like it was? For I you? was just so uncomfortable. Like I wanted to talk to the strippers. Like <laughs> not so much like you don't need to be doing this, but just like why are you doing this? Like what is your motivation? How old are you? Did your mama know you doing this? Like I See, felt like I was so judgy and, in there. <laughs> and that's why I asked her because if she went to a strip club down south, she it would be more different. Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Oh really? Yeah, cause you know what? It's more of a no, club type she, environment. No, though. she's uncomfortable 
with the with the nudity and the fact that these nah, women dog, is you gotta that. think you gotta think out here it's just a, a it's it's like a shotgun place you in so you just really just sitting there a shotgun building oh, i should say everybody i was just looking at the guy it's just there. one it was one stage and you just sit there in front of it yeah I, like I that's that, that's whack but it sounds i don't know it sounds like you're just uncomfortable with the fact dog, that somebody you, popping a vagina no i didn't care that they were uh, naked i'm not even tripping about that i'm just like i just wanted to know she want to know why like why were you why are you the, doing this she like, wanted to know the background she wanted to read the story yeah she yes want, she, she wanted to know about your challenge what led yes, you to like, this what fire? made you want to <laughs> do this with you? your life like yeah. why are you doing this you know what i will say in, in a down south club you could have a conversation with a stripper like that. You could. You would feel more comfortable. Yeah. She'll come over to you. She'll, she'll right. it Because the facility is bigger? It's just, it's, it's hard. Just, to, it's more of a club type well, of yeah, It's more, you so got we were chicken in there, wings. There were just yeah. like some. <laughs> you got some of the best food. They were just like some creepy guys. Barbershops. Everybody in there, I was like, you're a creep. Like, Smoke why are you lounges. sitting here looking at? Like, what are you doing? There's creeps in every strip club. I know. Oh, no, nah, dog. These are extra And then creepy, one dog. of the girls, <laughs> just like, they were like hella old dudes, too. One of the girls was up there on stage, and she had glasses on, which was very distracting to me. I was like, you just can't take your glasses off during your set. It was so strange. And the funny part is, we was there for like about 30 minutes. And Tiff was like, so can we go? And then they gave Tiff like $70, like, not until you make it rain. <laughs> and I was like, I am not going up there and giving them nothing. <laughs> like, I had my coat on. I was, like, looking like somebody's mama in there, I'm sure. Like, arms crossed. Like, let's go. I'm ready. I hate San Francisco strip clubs. Hey, we were just sitting there, too. Like, nope. The women in they strip clubs do not be They weren't even cute. Nah. Their like, bodies wasn't really and I ain't even an enhanced body person, but if I'm gonna go, one girl like, did I have a really see. big. Hey, butt. One girl was thick, but she was the one with the glasses on, and her glasses was distracting me. Nah, she had because cool not body, like though. sunglasses, but like yeah. like I need these glasses to see. It just wasn't cute. It was distracting. And then one girl went up there with her slides on and some knee high, some thigh high socks. That's <laughs> the okay. And then these fools gonna make me have to. They were like, "Well, we're not leaving until." You go up there and give the girl the money. Because you know how they have like chairs <laughs> yeah. around the stage. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I hey, went keep up there it, keep with in my, mind. With, keep in mind her brother owns the strip club. So he's on the right. mic. He's on the mic. Right. And so my homegirl. And he know how uncomfortable she is. Yeah. My homegirl's boyfriend was like, come on, I'll go with you. Because I was like, I'm not doing it. Like and We weren't leaving. And so he took me up there. And then he was like, go ahead, just put the money, like, just go ahead and throw the money up there. And I was like, I don't want to throw the money up there. So it's, I just. Hey, Tiff <laughs> felt rude about throwing money at it. Like, can I, can I, can I just put it on the table? Just and put she it just, up there. And he she was just, like, well, you got to wait. And she just put $70 on there, like on the stack. <laughs> like, stack it it just, <laughs> so awkward. Here goes $70. Here she didn't throw I, it, make it I rain. Hope she just, this, I, I hope this helps you towards your goal. That's why you're dancing. <laughs> and so then he was like, no, you got to wait till she come over here. I was like, oh, my God. So I put the money there, and then I was like, all right, let's go. And then I tried to get up. This fool got my chair on lock. Like, I'm not going nowhere. And then as soon as she came over, dude, put the titties in the face. On the mic. The <laughs> on the mic. <laughs> telling this girl to motorboat me, and she's coming on to me dancing me like, this your first time? And I was like, oh, that my gosh. Yes, it is. And then she started freaking motorboating me. 
I had to put my hands up to show my face because that was just so disgusting. Like I did not want her, her putting them sweaty, nasty. Her bare, Ooh, barely titties, titties on, on me, and I was. Ugh. Brandon said, "Tiff, you were screaming so loud." Damn, that's a, <laughs> no, I wish I could record it because Tiff, I knew how awkward she felt, and, and it came unexpected because she just put the money down, and then as soon as she got close, dude was like, "Get her, put the titties in her face." So baby just jumped on her and just like started motorboating her, and Tiff trying to cover up her face. No, like, I definitely Ugh. was covering up my. Face. Did you, my, wash, did my, you wash your face afterwards? I absolutely came home and washed my face. I need to go home. I I need. I was like, does anybody have any antibacterial uh, gel? Listen, and Unless so then black, at least till she, she was black. black. And so then I was like, black. okay, great, thanks. That was great. Let's go. And they was like, no, you gotta wait for the whole song. I was like, that wasn't part of the agreement. Y'all said I just have to come up here. And he locked her in the chair. Then the next dog. thing I know, the girl is on my lap. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't. I'm just apparently. Hey, she, she bumping that stank on her. Apparently, I Popping was screaming. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so disgusting. Hey, look, when we left, her she, coat smelled like radish. No, it didn't. She's <laughs> <laughs> lying. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, wrong, it didn't. It but it just made me feel like real just disgusting. <laughs> what radish smelled like? I just picked the most craziest thing. Right. But that was my first time experience. So it was something. Like I said, man, I I, I'm I can see how they can possibly be fun. No. With a group of people. It could be. Nah, not out here, man. Like not I, out here. So I got to experience it dude, again. Because I don't never need to go to another one again. You got. I'm telling you. like, And then I can't imagine going to a guy one. That sounds that would just be way more gross. Tiff, I'm telling you, like, if you down south, it's like their culture. Like, it's like that hit harder than a club. Are people dancing and stuff? Yes. Mm. It's like a straight yes, club. it's like a club. It's so like, the strippers are more like go-go dancers. Once and again, then I felt bad because these girls kept going on stage doing their sets and nobody was nobody giving them money. Talking. So it was dr- <laughs> yeah, That sounded like the club I went to in Baltimore, which was extra sad. For real? The strip club? Oh, my God. It was extra sad. I didn't get nobody no money. I nobody don't. Nobody was giving dog, nobody when I, nothing. Dude, when I go to a bachelor party, you know, dog, they hate that too. I literally go in there with like, Probably ten dollars, and it's hard. You got to do like a whole yeah. They they hate that when circus we act for me to just yeah. They would go and like I, I would and leave call somebody $8. out and stuff. Yeah. And I like going with two dollar bills though. I just I just want them <laughs> to feel special. What two dollar bills? Yeah, I just want them to be like, damn, like this nigga came in, gave me two dollars. He came bills prepared. Today. I just was like, it's just not worth it. What they're getting because they weren't getting like anything. <laughs> like every time I give you one, I gave you two though. Yeah, okay, won't well, just give them two dollars. And then they all. Make it look like you gave them more. They all seemed just so disconnected from what they were doing. It was really strange. They was just that one. I mean that that like that, that one girl who was like, "This is her first night." Oh my god, <laughs> she was horrible. Dog. But she went off an acrobat, like somebody just swinging on the pole, flipping, and she just going there, just doing like a little sassy one two, like around the pole, like she just was horrible. You can't just do that after somebody just. Did a whole circus. Then act, it was so bro. funny how they would disinfect the pole in between sets. It's oh just, yeah, I just was like, with, what is which says something, right? Like, <laughs> like let me get some. Uh, they Clorox. had a, no, they had a spray and paper towels on the right there before the girls. That's came every on. club, though. I yeah. know. I'm just saying, like, it was just like a lot of stuff. I was just like, I'm telling Come you, on. I've always felt like you could probably make more from a nine to five, and they slide down the pole, and then they just. <laughs> Crippet. I'm like, nigga, hey, do but y'all no. not get burns? Nah, and shit? but real talk though, like pole work is dope. Like to see somebody really work a pole is really, it's really dope. Hey, if we uh, can we can we get a uh, a pole dance instructor and interview them? Yeah, 
Yeah. I've taken a pole dancing class before. You don't understand the pole dancing class we took. We all were sore the next day. Like it's a lot of core, oh, a lot yeah. of arm. Oh, yeah. Like it is a lot of work. So like when girls hit the pole, not just strippers, but like when somebody can do like some pole work and stuff, it's really pretty dope to watch. Yeah, I give you, I give you a couple two dollar bills for that. I'm cheap, dog. I, I be feeling like a trick. Like I just refuse to like give up my bread in strip clubs. Like I don't know why. Like I always just feel like that. Then why do you go? I don't go. When do I go? Yeah, I was gonna say I'm not. A, <laughs> like I'm not like when big. do I go? If I'm down south, I might go. Yeah, I'm not a big I, I bring ten dollars. I might leave with ten two. ones. Yeah, I might leave with two. You might leave with two. <laughs> yeah, because I'll be like, they do some impressive things. Like that's worth a dollar. Mm-hmm. Like somebody make it rain like a thousand, I'll be like, you get a buck for me. That was pretty good. Yeah, I'm cool. It was just a strange. It was just a a different experience. I'm glad you got to experience that. I guess I could have <laughs> done without the motorboating and the lap dance. Yeah, I, I doubt you. Would I, ever go back I to wish you could have. Uh, I wish you could have got some film of that. That would have been the best film. It ever. happened so oh. fast. Yeah, dude, that was. Dumb, funny blood. They were in the back up. cracking up. I'd have been dying laughing. Till can just. <laughs> he said I was screaming loud because the place was so small. So I don't know. And it wasn't like crack. We were there kind of early too, so there's not a lot of people in there. But I just, I always want to know like the logistics. I was like, so how much do they got to give the house after they like? I just wanted to know yeah, everything. That's interesting. Like yeah. the the background the behind it. Yeah. Like, yeah. How do y'all- Last time I went to a strip club was in Baltimore, and the hoes fought afterwards. The dancers did? Yeah, man. Why? <laughs> so let me tell y'all about this. This is a crazy-ass night, right? So we went to the strip club. I got a homeboy that feel like he can get everybody, right? And everywhere we go, he always trying to work an angle to get a female. Okay. So he was vibing with one of the strippers, right? And in his mind, she really want him. Like, but she really doesn't. I'm not saying she doesn't, but in my mind, that's her job is to make you feel like she wants you. But in his mind, like she really wants me. So he was like, I want to wait till after the club. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a pop at her to see if I can get at her. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So uh, they cut the music off on her when the club was over because it was like, okay, we got to shut the doors, like turn the music off. And she was pissed off. Because she didn't get to finish her dance and get all the money all she could have got. All her money. So then, like, we in there, you can hear her. She in the back arguing with another they stripper. They didn't give her no countdown. Man, they just shut the <laughs> shit off on her. Party's over. So next thing I know, they get dressed. They come out the club. Now they fighting in the street. Right? But what are they fighting for? Because it was a dispute over money. Like, somebody got more money than somebody but else. But they don't they be, cut. the strippers don't share money, do they? They don't share money, but, man, money be be flowing oh so if somebody go up there and make it rain and a couple of bucks fall on the floor or something they like that's mine so there was a dispute about like you got some of my money and they cut the thing off on me so (laughs) so in the mix of all this like my homie is watching the fight we all watching the fight and then my homie is like okay well you know what i'm a uh i'm a just So my homie ends up saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to just get on the other stripper that I thought was was feeling me. The runner-up. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to go get the car. So I go get the car, pull back around. Uh, my One of my homies jump in the front seat. My other homie 
jump in the back seat, and then this nigga jump in the back seat with, with the, the stripper. stripper that fast. Man, drop it, jump in the back seat with the stripper. Told her we give her a ride home, right? Mm. So we driving like it's like three in the morning. Niggas been drinking. Everybody in the car is drunk except for me and the stripper. <laughs> and she is navigating us through the streets of Baltimore. And all I got yeah. is the wire going on in my head, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know where she's taking us, bro. Right. Like, I had no reference of where we was going. And she's just like, yeah, turn right here. Make a left right here. And I'm like. Following she, her. Man, I'm like, is she setting us up, right? Man, i take you to Omar, huh? Because then as she's talking, right, she says, yeah, I'm throwing a party on Saturday. And so my homeboy was like, man, can we come to the party? And she like, y'all can't come to my party. Mm. Did she say two of y'all? Huh? Did she say two of y'all going to the party? Nah. Okay. He's talking about their accents. Nah. Yeah, I hate their accents. <laughs> hey, I like it, man. I got a homeboy. Be too deep. Baltimore. I'm like, is Baltimore? Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore. Shout right. out to my oh, they Baltimore. put a D. Shout out to my Baltimore right. people. So she was like, y'all can't come to my party, but it's, it has to do with language. So I was, so my homeboy, like, what do you mean? Like, we're going to come, we're going to turn up, you're going to have your stripper friends there. Whoop. She was like, look, check this out, bro. Y'all don't sound like y'all from here. Y'all come to my party, niggas is gonna rip y'all heads off. Mm. Automatic. I'll rip your head, boy. <laughs> you know I will. She was rip like, they gonna head, see boy. y'all. The back they the gonna steel. know so y'all from was, California. So she was protecting you. She was right. But she I'm driving the car in the middle of the night in Baltimore in streets I don't know. Marlo looking at you. Huh? As she's saying this to me, like, is she taking us to the mark? Now, because yeah. I had, bro, without GPS, I had no idea how to get to the, like, I had no idea. Nothing. Even if she dropped you, dropped off, off how I get out of here? Right. <laughs> like, she could have took us somewhere. Some niggas could have came and da -da 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 -da. Yeah. I'd have been making a call like, hey, boss. Uh. <laughs> so y'all didn't get to go to the party? Hell nah. <laughs> and he was still trying to convince her, like, no, nah, we could come. I'm like, bro, us and what army? Yeah, right. That's good. Like we in their backyard. That don't even make. Would y'all be mad if y'all daughters was strippers? I don't talk about stuff like that. Oh yeah, we forgetting. Yeah, yeah. I just refuse. I rebuke that. The name of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna even roll off my tongue. Yeah, I was gonna say you got on my helmet uh, last week, so we gonna yeah we gonna just leave that. Yeah. I take that as a no. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about it. Okay. So was that we got any questions? I, I picked the one from the DM, but I don't know if you picked one. Go ahead. All right. Because this one was directed towards me. It says, please don't talk about, I should have had you read it. Please don't talk about what women need to do regarding child support. You would never understand as a man the challenges women go through dealing with the state and the fathers. From two kids in Seattle. <laughs> well she said what she said shout out to she don't want her name to be said so two kids in seattle um i talked about child support last week you had yeah, you did. Uh, okay. opinion well no uh two kids in seattle since you directed that towards me uh, first of all, I do know what it's like to put a dude on child support because I took care of my nephews and I had to put their dad on child support. So 
I've been to the state. I did the paperwork. That's not what we had. I did that. But that wasn't child support. I did child support. I don't even want to say no names, but I did child support. And I got an argument with one of the dads because he said, why did you put me on child support? You forgot that? Okay, go ahead. Tell your story. Yeah. <laughs> she, she forgot because I dealt with it. So um, basically, I do know to, to sum it all up, I do know the challenges that women go through. <laughs> no, feel, you don't. You cannot <laughs> why, compare. Why I don't? You cannot compare. Why I don't? I'll put a dude on child support. So the whole what? My whole thing is you if, cannot if, compare. I need, if, if I need, if I need, why? Because I'm a man. If I, yes. I, my, my whole thing, my whole thing uh, now. You're not, a man I, and you didn't, about, have a, you didn't have a child with that man. I was so about to say it again. Completely different relationship. I was about to say it again. If I needed assistance, I'm going to get it. I, I'm taking care of somebody else's child. You got to pay. So I stuck them up from child support. And that's just what I what what I would tell any woman. I did it. I done it myself. So I don't see no reason why you wouldn't do it. And a lot of women say, if you stick a dude up for child support, they're gonna try to be in the child life, and I don't want to feel like dealing with the dude. I hear that from a lot of girls. In this situation, it played out the same. Nothing really changed too much. I understand that about not wanting the the guy to start but, popping but, up. But you saying just because I'm a dude. It's different because yes, he ain't going. Yes, I am saying he came at me and 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 I handled it. Okay. Anyway, I think that uh, I get when people say I don't want to do child support because then the guy's gonna come and try and spend with the kid because that's just just like why so it's a problem because you already know like that makes kids not cool when they dad be in and out their life like that when they keep setting them up and. That kid on the on the stoop waiting for their dad to come and they never come. You gotta pick your baby daddies wisely, like you, 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 you like. You, <laughs> I'm just saying though, like he you just can't. Wants to get more hate <laughs> hate mail. <laughs> I'm just saying though, like that's the child's father. So yeah, you protect it's your child. It's the child's father that you that is in your care. So when he come in and out like that, you gotta deal with that after he leaves. You do. The mom does. Gotta deal with the repercussions of the deadbeat. So dad. you saying keep the dad away? Every time it's he tries to get involved. It's better to stay away if you are not if you're not gonna be um a factor in my kid's life, I don't want you in it at all. If you're not gonna give me a hundred, so I don't want so nothing. So let's go back to the question. You a single mom. You need help. You're not getting child support because you scared that I'm going to keep coming back in and out. It ain't so much about being scared. So what it are you goes going, back to what E. Jones was talking yes, about, making the best decision for your kid. Yes, Is it good and healthy to have somebody you, keep disappointing your kid coming in and out and just being a deadbeat? It's no good. Not being a good father I need figure. you to stop looking left and right. Like, like he, he looking like, good point. What you going to say? Like, he watching, like he watching the tennis match. So I see him with a little smirk like, mm. 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 <laughs> now she feeling me but anyway i you messed up my point dog <laughs> i just kept seeing them looking left and right so i just if if you need the help to if you i believe you will put somebody on child support whether he you you saying you taking a chance you gonna, you gonna be gonna, on child support spousal support you gonna you gonna have you gonna you saying you taking a chance of your child not getting the financial backing because of the possibility that his dad might come in and out his dad is not I'm around not saying this possibility i'm saying addressing the question history like we are addressing the question based off of what we got based off of what i said not we can bring up 50 different scenarios would you put the, would you 
uh, put the kid on, um, put the dad on child support if he wasn't in a kid life? From the beginning, yes. Okay, if I did it from the beginning, then you would. So that What's answered the question. Point. What, what was the question? The point is, they were saying, I wouldn't know. I, it's harder for women. That's still a fact. You still don't know. Why? I did it. I, most dudes don't put dudes on child support. And ain't too many dudes I can speak of from putting another man on child support. Okay. That's the point. That's the angle I'm hitting. And that's how I feel like she was coming at me. Like, it's I don't just know. Completely, you because you don't know. It's just a completely different situation. <laughs> that, time the situation out. How do that I not you're know? talking about is completely different than what women deal with. On a day-to-day basis. I'm not putting You're myself- not in a relationship with this man. So it's not your, it's not even your child. You're not in a relationship with him. You guys had one conversation and it was over. That's it. Okay. And you're basing that interaction on how easy it would be for women to do that. I'm basing, yeah. That's not okay. Why is that okay? that's not reality. Why is not reality? The reality is... Somebody I just got told some, you. Somebody got something in the mail saying, I'm putting them on child support. They came at me and said, Why you put them on? How is this possible? I said, Because I'm taking care of your kid. What's the difference? The difference is so, you wasn't so break, banging that guy. You don't have no emotions and connected with so that guy. So you're saying the women women go through emotional connection because of their emotional connection, they'd rather not, not get financial backing. It ain't so much that. I think it's a lot of factors that go into it. What? Help me understand. I already broke it down to you. It's a lot of factors go into it. It's the relationship you have with the other person. It's the relationship the other person has with the kids. It's a lot of involvement. It's a lot of moving parts. Sometimes I can see why women think it's not worth it. Okay. I, 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 I. If if dude ain't if dude ain't I can see if dude's crazy and you don't want to know where you live. It was some, always crazy. Some physical. I, I'm I'm not saying that put dude on child support. But even then. So he got to go upside your head for you not to put. Him no, on I'm child just saying support? even then, even then, if he don't know where you live and you can get away with it. Get if I'm my whole thing is if you can get away with it and it's not gonna be nothing physical, why not? Okay. You saying just because you got child support, you the kid got to be the adult, the adult is gonna be involved, the dad is gonna be involved now. Not necess- that's not necessarily true at all. Every case is different. Sometimes dudes still don't be involved. Sometimes they be in and out. Like it's just a lot. Like, if you ain't struggling and you can get by without, I can see why some chicks just be like, I'm cool. I'm good. All right, well, I'll sum it up by this. Most of the girls that I talk to or know personally, I feel they don't have a valid reason. And then when they finally do. A valid reason to you. No, okay, to me. But when they finally do, they be like, damn, I should have did this a long time ago. Okay. In the cases that I dealt with, I should say. So I'm not going to wrap this all up in one box and say everybody fits in this box. I'm going to say the people that I deal with and the people I talk to was like, damn, I should have did this a long time ago. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that, though? <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just listen to the conversation, man. <laughs> Why? What you got to say, brother? I'll just listen. <laughs> you good? Uh, yeah, I'm good, man. You know, I think we should, you know, go ahead and wrap up. You got anything else you want to talk about? Nope. Alright. You need to. Alright, well um <laughs> thank you for listening. It's 
two dudes and a chick. Um, it's your boy Priest D. D for daddy. I told you I ain't gonna keep going, y'all. I, mean, <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, I, I told wanna, you, man. I, I didn't want to hey, interrupt you. Hey, again. y'all cut me off. I'll say I'll wait for next week. Okay. okay. It's good. All right, this is Dr. IJ. <laughs> thought that was great dialogue between the two of you yeah. uh, but I thought you were a thousand percent wrong <laughs> why you didn't say that because I thought that it was good for y'all to have that dialogue but we oh. had it yeah. that's what I'm saying when we had it had it you should have put your two cents in yeah but I thought you were a thousand percent wrong why you said that though see now I want to know you could have said it on the air some good stuff I know but as it relates to the child support bro I just think men make that common mistake of feeling like we can speak for women based on our own experiences. Cherry.